Angel. Yeah. You feel like you're getting rammed by the government? Damn near every day, but not as much as the soldier who got turned into a half ram. Conspiracy. What? What? That was a nice little... I felt like I would, yeah, I should have been the one to start because I think I was the deepest there. But Cam, you elevated nicely. I tried. I tried <laughs> my best. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about the Billywag monster, which you probably haven't heard of because a lot of people I don't think have. It's kind of a weird one. But yeah. also today we're recording in person with Angel, which is like Live the very from first. New York City. I pointed to him for everyone because everyone so you know can see what's going on. I acknowledge that I was being pointed to, despite the fact that nobody else will realize that. This is clearly a very visual medium. Yeah. Anyway, today we're in California talking about California, and this is part one of our Spooktober going on. We got four episodes for October. And we're starting out with a Frankenstein-ish type monster. That's what someone what? else compared to. I've seen to. more people call it a Bigfoot. Honestly. I just, I saw someone yeah. compare it to like a Frankenstein. It's, but I, I'm just saying like classic movie monster type stuff, right? I think it could be considered a cross between because it was allegedly created according to some conspiracies. It wanders around in the brush and trees like Squatch. Um, occasionally they say that it's carrying a club. Yeah, I still say that's just because it's called the Billy Whack. Yeah, monster. that's what I would think. I mean, do you guys know what Billy Whack is actually from? Um, the no, name? I so know. I found this out. It's it is a military term, an old old military term. Um, this is from like the twenties. This conspiracy kind of, uh, but it's an old military term that just means like a place to hang your hat, basically. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that well, doesn't... Why you gotta make up such complicated fucking names for things like that? I don't that. know why it's... We're talking about the Billywag monster today. And it's not where you hang your hat. Uh, it is not. No, it's not a good place for that. In fact, actually, have people have had bad luck with this. Yeah. It does have horns. Anyway, kind of. this is in Santa Paula, which is in Ventura County. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically around the previously working and now abandoned Billywag, Billywag Dairy and Ranch. Yeah, which actually, it's only about four hours away from us. Oh, from where well, we it's are. further than I thought. This is a tall, muscular, ape-like humanoid with long claws, gray hair. Or white hair. Ram-like or white hair. Ram-like horns at the top of its head. Uh, it is very much something that you get out of like a classic monster film, I feel like. Yeah, it's I did. While we were researching, I did find this YouTube video that was describing it. And for some reason, it had like the blacked out silhouette of like a ram's head on a body that was wearing a blue blazer. And I thought that it was incredibly well dressed. <laughs> That's glorious. Yeah. If I can if you can find that picture, I'll put it in the news. I will do my damnedest. And this seemingly pops up in the 50s, but this starts long before that. Uh, it starts in the 20s, the whole story does, and then it kind of gets a weird spot, in my opinion, in the third, like 1939, but we'll talk about why. Basically, this monster is a failed Captain America made by a Swedish dude under, the, under an abandoned dairy factory. Yeah, that's the theory. And there's a quote from a cryptozoologist and also paranormal researcher and possible bullshitter, it's hard to tell. He is quoted as saying that after the scientists created the monster, the monster, quote, killed them like Frankenstein. He ran away into the hills where he lives to this very day. Some say he still lives in the tunnels underneath the Billywhack Dairy. So there are supposedly tunnels underneath this. Yeah, and that, that I believe has been confirmed by people who visit currently. Yes. There are tunnels underneath. Um, I did also see something about the soldier who was 
allegedly turned into the Billyback Monster, killed four people during his escape. Going deeper, let's go into the backstory. Like we said, this starts in the 20s. It was originally supposed to be a high-end dairy farm created by August Rubel. Uh, it was state-of-the-art in literally every way it could be in the 20s, including the ability to pump music into the main cow area. I don't know what you call that in a dairy farm. Stable? Mm, yeah, I guess it could be. <laughs> I mean, but, it wouldn't, wouldn't be a pasture. It's not where they ate. Well, but this is something that they still continue to use. This practice is something oh, yeah. they continue to use today. Yeah, he was the first to turn it into a dance floor. Like, he <laughs> pumped music in, and this is to supposedly help dairy cows uh, produce. Yeah, like if you've ever seen The Barnyard, just think of that party where like the Tasmanian devil comes out of the box towards the end. It's a bit different. A little bit, but I'm just, <laughs> I, I want to give a visual. Yeah, you know? it doesn't, that one, that one also has the cow that has horns and an udder and is a male. Oh yeah, Odie. Yeah, yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Odie, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he converted this into uh, a dairy farm. That's not part of the conspiracy here, it's just part of the backstory. He spent the equivalent of about $15 million to build this. The equivalent of $15 million, and based on which conspiracy story, or based on which story you believe about Rubel's life, either way, it's a question of why he spent so much money to not really be there that long in either case, just one he's there for less time. But yeah. let's start with the conspiracy side of it. So there are two different stories to Rubel's life and it's hard to tell which one's actually true or which elements are true. I feel like there's truth in both and they're getting pulled together and they're just then being split into conspiracy and truth. One of them is the conspiracy side, which is my favorite one because it says that he was a Swiss immigrant who worked for the OSS, which for people who don't know, the OSS was the original CIA. I feel like it was shadier. I feel like it was shadier, and like there has to be a cons. It, it would have to be a considerable amount shadier than the CIA for it to be shut down. And then yeah. they what did the OSS CIA stand for? Operation Super Soldiers. Oh, there you go. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, it actually was the Office of Strategic S Services. How this kind of works, though, is That's vague. they say that he was also part of the COI, which I think was supposed to be before. The OSS? There were two precursors to the CIA, and I think they kind of got combined into the CIA. So it was the Office of Coordinated Information, um, and it was intelligence and propaganda, and it was the first one. And then it became the OSS, but it became the OSS in the 40s. So he technically would have worked for the COI, though he then eventually possibly goes to work for the OSS afterwards. But essentially, he's a Swiss immigrant, worked for the OSS that turned into a dairy farmer. Yeah, pretty abruptly, too. With $15 million in his pocket. I mean, he had, it wasn't 15 at the time, but it was like a million at the time, I think. Yeah, which is still more than you would imagine any type of intelligence officer would That's make. Absurd. Yeah. Unless you're, like, extremely high-ranked, and which, why would you leave? Or right. given a grant to do something on the dairy farm. <laughs> yeah. The government's behind everything, I swear it. But this isn't confirmed. This, we don't know for sure if he actually worked for the government. Well, of course not. Yeah, it yeah. was an intelligence agency. They probably kept it pretty pretty under wraps. Yeah, we don't actually know much about <laughs> him in general, honestly. We kind of don't really know what he did before he was a dairy farmer. That's why this conspiracy kind of works, because you kind of just make up whatever you want about him, honestly. But in the 20s, he created this, and then uh, he shuffled in all of this top secret technology and all of these like expensive pieces that he needed for the farm in order to build a secret super soldier lab dun, dun. And obviously because that's what you do with and, your they, and he got the idea money. from the nazis right like that's the story 
in theory, yeah, he wasn't doing this alone. The idea is that he was working with the government still. Did so, he work with our government, or did he bring Nazi scientists over? No, he's supposed to have been working with our government. Yeah. I mean, but supposedly the U.S. brought over Nazi soldiers oh, they and scientists. Oh, did bring over Nazi soldiers and scientists. So I guess it just depends on the time frame. It really could be either. Yeah, it could be. Mix of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then eventually, so this is where this story kind of picks up for this one. He eventually is set overseas, supposedly, and he dies mysteriously doing secret work in 1943 for the OSS. Uh, apparently, technically, he died in... Tunisia. Tunisia. Thank you. Uh, because a car he was driving hit a German landmine. Yeah. Well, that's like the recorded story. So he did actually die, though? Apparently. So then his wife supposedly remarries, a man named Edwin Berger, or Berger, whichever one you want to go with, uh, who eventually took over the farm about 20 years later after she died. And he then kept it in his possession until something like the 60s, like late 60s. Yeah. And then it kind of just became off and on abandoned. Yeah. Well, currently, currently it's a different family. But they're doing nut farming or something. Yeah. But also like the facilities, the family has been just kind of like letting it slowly decay and like not yeah. attempting to fix anything up. Or, oh, it's yeah. destroyed. It's like unusable now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking about like what was once a $1 million in the 20s facility that's now like decrepit and just filled with empty warehouses and graffiti but apparently the farmland is still used and that farmland is run entirely by nine people it's because the billowack monster owns the building supposedly it does but that's so that's the conspiracy story those are all the details on that end you mean the more fun story and but then there is the possible truth, according to what I found is a 1928 article, which also st says that he spent about a million dollars creating the farm. Um, however, this one adds to the conspiracy a little bit for me because the the conspiracy story kind of it mentions his bull, but kind of just glides right over that fact, which I actually yeah. think is weird because it's kind of a weird thing that happened. Yeah. So the the whole story about the bull, even back then, it was like a record-setting amount of a sale, uh, 110 thousand dollars which would approximately be 1.5 million dollars today which was 340 times the average price of a bull today today yeah the average price of a bull today is about 4400 dollars at the high end there doesn't mean they don't go for more than that they do but that's the average he spent 340 times that number today today he would have spent 1.5 million just to put this in perspective in 2020 a bull sold for a record setting amount which was 1.51 million dollars but this guy basically bought a bull for the same price in the 20s why yeah what was special about it it's just it he needed if you, you buy know. a dairy farm you need a bull yeah, yeah. cover yeah, your cover like, your ears kids like he's a sperm tool that's the bull all he's is there literally for. a sperm donor yeah that's that's what the bulls that's, for that's what yeah, dairy farms like, buy bulls for why did they pay this much you can get i mean if he spent bulls. 15 million dollars to create this dairy farm he probably just like had the rest of that money i'm wondering if it was almost like you remember that episode of the office where they have like this leftover amount of money and half of them want a new copy oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what it was the oss was like if you don't Access use all budget. of this money you're not getting any next year and so he was like, well, okay. <laughs> Just spent it all on a bull. Well, he spent a few million. He spent it all on the bull and then he used the wool for years, right? That's what happened. Uh, the, the, 
No. So the bull died. <laughs> <laughs> the bull died, I believe it was less than a year yeah, later. It was. It was Oof. like less than a year. Yeah. He lost Failed. his, what is, again, now about $1.5 million, but then $110,000. Which still is no small sum. Unless, of course, the government is backing your uh, quote-unquote dairy farm. You're right. And he lost it mysteriously. Something that the family actually claimed, they, they think that it wasn't an accident or it wasn't a natural death. They think the bull was killed. Uh, that's By a monster? No. They think the bull was uh, poisoned, but there wasn't really a good way to prove it back then. You kind of just like look at it and you're like, well, that's fucking dead. there's no poison here now, so I yeah. don't know if you can like cook the steak and have some poor guy eat it and just be like, wait. But I, I feel like that would be pretty extensive. Like At that point, you're just wasting a ton of meat. Yeah. Just grind it up. Feed it to the kids at school. <laughs> Whole school dies. <laughs> yep, my bull was poisoned. Confirms the school. <laughs> confirms the bull was poisoned. Uh, still don't know who did it. <laughs> and then after, so again, this is the supposed real story. After they, the bull dies, the family really kind of flounders. Yeah. They lose the most important piece of the farm, which again, maybe you don't spend all of your budget on one. Piece that could die. Imagine how many bulls they could have gotten. Well, yeah, right. And then you could have lost multiple bulls, and no one would have cared. And again, I feel like is there is it like I'm not a farmer. Maybe there's someone out there who's listening to this that's like, well, that's why you buy the most expensive one. Maybe that bull just had very potent semen, and there's a way to tell that. But (laughs) quality over quantity, you know. Yeah, I guess. I don't don't know how to. I don't know how to measure that in semen quality. (laughs) That's not something that I'm an expert in. Um, but I have a couple friends. I'm sure they could pitch in some ideas. I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so anyway, a company purchased the farm about two years after the farm opened. So after floundering for about a year after the bull died, he sold it. So he spent, weirdly, like no matter which side of the story you believe, this is weird. He spent the approximate, like the equivalent of $15 million just to get rid of the farm two years later. Yep. And then the company that bought it immediately applied for gas permits for the farm, which means they wanted to add something to it, but I could never find what they wanted to add. So, yeah, that's the true story. True-ish. The the true is in quotations, yes. As far as we can tell, story. (laughs) Yeah. It was a story in the newspaper from 1920. The story that we have the most physical evidence to back up. Okay, so when did did this guy stop owning the... Dairy farm. He either stopped owning it in the 40s or he stopped owning it in the 20s. It's hard to say. Depends on which version. Yep. Okay, so there's two completely different stories about a decade that this is not happening. Well, yeah, and I think it's because part of the story drives off of his death, too. So the conspiracy seems to drive off of the fact that he died in the 40s. Hmm. So they said that he lost his farm around that time <clears throat> as well, saying that he remarried, and or that his wife remarried and then that person then took over the farm, but that the government was running it the entire time, so it didn't matter. It was all just kind of a front, like a facade on top. So anyway... I'm beginning to feel a little bit time-cubish. It's a little time-cubish. <laughs> it's rare that I find one that's got two like straight-up di- different stories, and it's hard to tell which elements of each one yeah. are true and which ones are bullshit, because I think there's elements of both that are bullshit. <clears throat> but anyway, so... Do we, whole... have, do we have a solid date on when he started the farm? Yes, 1924. <clears throat> 1924. So, well, he started building the farm in 1924. So that was another thing that I found. So he actually didn't start it in 1924. He started it in, like, 1926. But he started building it in 24. So then I would think that that would hold up with he 
being done with the farm in 29 because he allegedly only had the farm for two years. Allegedly. Or he kept the farm and he actually had it for longer. And then he died in 43. Right. Yeah. It could have, it very well could have been like he was still the technical owner on paper. He just so, wasn't there anymore. Right. I but think it, that all ties into the next, the, like the earlier sighting of a, a different monster. Because that was in 39. The monkey child? Yeah. So that's like just before he dies. Let's see where these two stories cross. Because even though they're two separate backstories, they do cross at one point. And the point that they cross is the idea that they are working on super soldiers slash some type of hybrid something. So they're yeah. they're doing evil scientist experiments. <laughs> um, evil scientist shit. Yeah, yeah, some Hydra shit. And with all of this happening for about two decades, nearly, right? Or about a decade, I guess. Yeah, about a decade they were doing this. There was eventually a monkey child that was spotted in 1939. In Ojai. In Ojai, which is about 15 miles away. So... It was described as... Like, it wasn't necessarily a child. It was just, like, the size of a 12-year-old boy-ish, is what it said. With yeah. gangly long arms and black fur. And apparently it stole one woman's chickens and ate another woman's corn. Why woman? Because they're old women who reported this, and who knows. Yeah, but, like, I'm just curious. Like, why would the monkey child target woman? Must have been sexist. <laughs> the monkey child is sexist. Thank we you for that. Chickens and Thank corn. you for that hot take. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I'm feeling. So if it was a soldier. Maybe the soldier was sexist, and then those tendencies just came out after he was a monkey child. But like, it doesn't really make sense for it to be like a soldier experiment. It doesn't seem to be soldier like. It's just like oh, that's not true. Captain food. America was Steve Rogers was not. He was the size of a twelve-year-old boy before he got yeah. the serum. So I want to go in. So I want to go into this a little bit more. We're not, we're completely <laughs> skipping around this. So the whole point is they were building monsters, and whether they were building human monsters is an argument. Like they could have just been building monsters, like the Nazis were thought to have done. The Nazis are not just people who experimented on humans. They also experimented on animals. So it's possible that this is what the U.S. was doing or that the OSS was doing. And again, it's not like it's out of the CIA's range too be like we're gonna do experiments on people that's they do that they still do that they keep getting caught um so it does happen but this might be kind of where this ties in is possibly maybe the first sighting of the billy black monster that's kind of an idea here as a youngling yeah what do you have you have a monster in 1939 who briefly shows up gets reported then no one sees it again which means maybe they catch it after it escapes then in the conspiracy side of things this is when rebel would be sent off and then die mysteriously after this thing escapes. And then nobody sees anything for the next, I mean, roughly another decade or so, like a little over a decade. Nobody sees anything. And then the billywhack monster starts to get spotted. Full grown. Full grown, right. Now we have a full grown ape-like human with a ton of hair. Oh, sorry, (laughs) listening to that earlier. We've listened to it twice while doing research. It yeah. was worth it. It 100% made me feel better about life in general. But that's <laughs> besides the point. That's, so what happens that's the is nostalgia hitting. Yeah. In the 50s or 60s, this farm starts to fall apart, no matter which story you believe. And around that time, this monster suddenly shows up. Yes. So we have multiple sightings. So, But most of the sightings are from like high school kids. 
from the Santa Paula High School. So, like, who knows if that's, like, more credible or not. Like, there's multiple sightings, but they're all children. Yeah, that was one of the things that when I was first, like, looking this up, I saw that and I was like, okay, well, there's an easy way to discredit, like, the yeah. entire conspiracy. Those damn kids don't <laughs> yeah. know what they're doing. But and it does sound like a good time. Like, if I had kids that were constantly just terrorizing my area and I wanted to keep them off, I would 100% dress up as a Chiva man <laughs> and just go start chucking rocks and shit. I don't know about 50-pound rocks, but yeah. Their cards. All right, you do that. Take video. I will. Okay. I will. Well, I, have a, I'm, I live on a quiet street, but I'll find a way. Speaking of quiet streets, this is along Aliso Canyon Road in an area called the Camulus Ranch. And like you just said, like the most of the claims are that it threw giant boulders at their car or like full on attacked the car and like left dents in there. Also, apparently it carries around a club, but like I didn't see anything about it using the club to attack the car. Instead, it uses rocks to attack. So like that seems counterintuitive if you're carrying a club and you're also trying to chuck rocks at things. Like, Maybe it's just like a brown sack of food and it looks like a club, but he's actually just gathering. I was presenting that as a joke, but now that I'm thinking about it, it yeah. might be a real idea. If he was the only one of his kind, then this, the sexist uh, monster would not have a woman to go and gather for him. So. Well, and if he supposedly lives underneath like these hills and tunnels and shit, maybe he does just come out to gather. Yeah, that could be. Because you're probably not going to get much other than like rats. What a wholesome yeah. theory. And, like, plants and then, like, trash, maybe. Or maybe he was running out of things together. That's why he started moving closer to the neighborhoods. I presented it as a joke. We presented it as the Chiva Man, which is, like, a half-goat, half-man humanoid. What if it was actually just half-raccoon? Trying to... (laughs) Swill everything. Just rummage through the trash. (laughs) I just imagine him going back into his hill, and he's just, like, washing everything thoroughly. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, one one of the other things too that that I thought was uh, I would say interesting, but it was more just comical. I think we there's really no evidence. There's no pictures. There's no actual legitimate sightings. Like I said earlier, like the video that I found had a goat head silhouetted with a blue blazer on. And, like, the one thing that I did see, too, in another video, a completely separate video, when they got to this point about, like, attacking cars and stuff, it showed a picture of a totaled car, but it was, like, a 2014 Honda Fit. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they oh clearly God. just pulled one up. Try. Yeah. Sure there's plenty of photos of wrecked cars. And it was, like, just... you could see, like, the uh, highway patrolman in the background. Like, oh, it was, it was oh totally God. not Bummer. fitting. But yeah, there, there is genuinely no physical evidence other than just like, oh yeah, these teenagers who were probably trying to get drunk and have sex came out and said, oh yeah, someone attacked us. Well, yeah, if you were parking in my fucking property and trying to bang your high school girlfriend, then I'm probably going to yell at you and chuck a rock to get you off my fucking property. So just so everyone's hearing this correctly, if you pull up on Angel's driveway and you are trying to have sex in his driveway, he will dress up as a, in a giant furry suit and he will just chuck rocks at your car. Also, I will have video footage that will be sent to your parents. I'm an old man now. There's no getting around it. Sure. Um, I do want to say there's a lot of parallels to the Mothman cases. Uh, Mothman also was in a supposedly defunct uh, military building or military outpost where they were doing random experiments with different types of chemicals. And it was always teenagers that seemed to spot him. Eventually, there were adults that spotted him in town. But, like, it started with teenagers. Yeah, and he was attacking cars. 
So, like, I don't know what's happening with teenagers' cars in these time periods. They just drive so recklessly. Like, there's a speed limit for a reason, guys. <laughs> Mothman has no speed limit. Mothman has no speed limit. He was flying at over 100 miles per hour. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Directly next to the car. Like, he... Was the car driving at 100 miles per hour? Exactly. Supposedly. That was in, like, the 40s, I think. Wow. The 40s car going 100 miles per hour. That was... That's a really impressive vehicle. Yeah. That was pretty good. Maybe it was the 2014. <laughs> <laughs> that was the 2014 Honda Fit. <laughs> that was a Tesla created by Tesla himself. Maybe That's we're going to start looking into these pictures and we're going to see if this 2014 Honda Fit has been in a lot of different <laughs> conspiracies. Anyway, there's other things that happened aside from just cars getting wrecked. Um, and the, the thing with this is I really didn't find very many sites that talk about the Billywhack monster. And so I'm not really sure if this is one of those instances of people just like copy pasting the same thing from somebody's fucking blog on the internet. But yeah, uh, just so everyone's aware, if you ever want to become a conspiracy researcher, uh, expect that all the time. It's <laughs> cause like I, I couldn't find these supposed newspaper articles or like LA times articles that I, these are referring to. I did find some articles. But we'll nothing post those crazy. Yeah. In our article newsletter. Yeah, in our newsletter. <laughs> Copy paste it. Yes. <laughs> um, but the actual newspaper. Anyway, there was supposedly a report of a nine year old boy that was attacked um, by a monster, as they said, with huge claws in 1964. Um, I guess he just had like huge gashes on him, and I didn't really see any other information on that sighting at all. Yep. Nor whether or not he said it was the Billywhack monster. I would like to bring this up. This monster is supposed to be the size of Bigfoot with, like, ram's horns on it, and it's supposed to be carrying, like, a club. It's supposed to be huge, right? If I, as a 28-year-old man, smacked a 9-year-old child, I'm pretty sure there'd be, like, heavy physical evidence of that. If a Bigfoot-sized, muscular, super-soldier monster smacked a 9-year-old child, I don't think he'd come back with a head. I don't feel like... <laughs> That's what I would happen. I definitely think there'd be more than a couple of gashes. I think the neck would just snap. Like, I mean, sure. Like, unless, unless we have an Edward Scissorhands situation. What if this Billywhack monster... Just misunderstood. What if the only <laughs> monstrous thing about him is the size of his heart? I mean, nobody does mention the size of his hands. And you did say raccoon, so I, have, I picture like tiny little raccoon <laughs> hands. <laughs> That explains the gashes. That's also why I don't think it's a bat or it's a it's a club. It's just a bag because that's all his little hands can hold on to. He wouldn't be able to hold a club. You're ruining the image of this monster, like just real fast. Just huge and then just <laughs> little flippers. Just got these little like three fingers. <laughs> smacks this child. With like, don't talk back to your mama. It's strong enough to make gashes, but in reality, it only had like little claws. Yeah, he's huge and muscular. Like he could, in theory, bust through a door, but he can't hold a can of soda. Think like, about the think about the guy from Scary Movie. I think it was with like the. <laughs> you know what I'm talking anyway, about. Anyway, that's what I'm picturing. That's what like, you said, raccoon, and my brain can't leave that. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then there was another one, same year, 1960, where a bunch of hikers it was hard to discern because i read four different things that said this whether or not it was a bunch of children in the mountains or a bunch of adult hikers in the mountains mm -hmm. i don't know either way uh this monster terrorized them for several hours quote unquote 
and all I could really find is that it stalked them through the mountains, and they were, like, running from it, and but it never actually attacked them. It kind of almost sounds like a bunch of children were in the forest, or teenagers were in the forest, and they heard a crack in the woods, and they ran from it, and then they kept hearing cracks throughout the woods, which is just how the forest works, and they just kept running. Monster. They were actually just hearing themselves step on branches. (laughs) It's likely. And then, also same year, so I guess 1964 is when this thing was like, you know what, I'm going to go out into the world. Have you you checked the Chinese calendar? No. Maybe it was the year of the goat. (laughs) Like that one? Yeah! (laughs) Go ahead, save it. (laughs) He's looking it up. Because if you're right... (laughs) Yeah. It was a dragon. That would be incredible. It was a dragon. Ah, damn it. But what... You're looking up correlations here, but there probably won't be. Maybe Maybe what they recognize as a goat is actually a dragon. So now I've got the image of a dragon head with little tiny <laughs> raccoon hands and, and its uh, body. And goat rams. And goat ram horns. Yeah. This thing's a monstrosity. Well, that's the point. It's a monster. It's not as scary as the cockamouse from How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen it. That thing could fly. <laughs> <laughs> it had tufts of gray hair like a mouse with a hard exoskeleton, exoskeleton like a cockroach. And then also it had wings. They threw it out of the window and flew back. 1964. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, right. that well, thank God this monster is so monstrous because we actually had a young warrior that was going to apparently slay this for everybody in the town. Um, apparently this was in, a, in an LA Times article, but I tried to search their archives and I couldn't find anything. So if you find it, please let me know. I'd like to read this story. Um, apparently a young boy uh, was found carrying a sword... <laughs> To go slay the beast through the mountains. And then a, a, the same article said that a woman who owned the land had to hold off 43 monster hunters. Um, and she like had to hold them off with a shotgun to keep them off the property until she could get the police to come get these people off the property. I'm sorry, I just want to I just want to make sure that we read how it's quoted because I think it makes it so much better. 43 monster-seeking children. Yeah. With a shotgun. Yeah, I had to reread that a couple times because it sounded really <laughs> weird, but well, yeah. There's no commas here. The woman had the shotgun. 43 was the, to the children, but they were not holding shotguns. Yes. Yeah, it's very poorly written. <laughs> the woman who leased the land once had to hold off 43 monster-seeking children with a shotgun. She was holding them off with a shotgun. Yeah. Although I did see in another one that probably just twisted this where the... It was an angry mom of just, like, regular townspeople. But again, I have no further context. <laughs> I just keep finding these things again, on, like, little websites. If you find this article... Please tell me. Please. I need to look up the man who wrote this article and yes. figure out what point in his life did he drink way too much <laughs> and sit down to write this bullshit article for which he wasn't getting paid very much because he had been passed over for a promotion to the front page by somebody else because that's that's very clear to me yeah that that was the manifestation of this article yeah you want to read this quote from i from would the absolutely local? love to this, read this one quote. is of modern something that was added to weird california but this guy claims he was there in 1969 um i would also like to give a little bit of background here of all the quotes that we went through this was the only one that we felt was suitable 
to add in to this podcast. There are a lot of people who claim to have seen this. It's mostly bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this probably is also, but (laughs) But you you never know. Here's the quote, the direct quote. I went to the haunted dairy in 1969. I was rather flabbergasted by two things. Third story rooms with walls but no floors, above a swimming pool, and uncashed checks lying in the dirt for huge amounts of money. I can't say I saw anything, but it was creepy as hell, and I refused to go into the underground areas. Just had a bad feeling. I think the genetic experiments were performed of big feet in the attempt to create the ultimate soldier. There's something there, dunno what, but definitely something. I'm homesick as all get out to return to Ventura. That's the end of the quote. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the last sentence there. Yeah, so I guess you really didn't see anything that does kind of yeah and and there had like of i guess to to summarize all of the quotes that were not worthy uh that that's pretty much how most of them go for like the people that i think were somewhat trying to be serious it was mostly just about like oh it gave me a bad feeling mm-hmm. and oh there were negative vibes and that's if you don't count like all the people who think that it's haunted by ghosts of this chiva man but for the most part, it was about, like, people going and just feeling like there was this, oh, bad feeling about it. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is, this building, this dairy farm, is not kept up. Like, it is just crumbling into the building. ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to actually kind of, like, go into that, um, and part of how this whole conspiracy works is it's a little confusing. Usually when you have cryptids, you just have cryptids. You don't have, like, a combination of multiple things. It's kind of rare. But this has a lot of paranormal shit, too. And government and conspiracy shit. And people that argue... Well, see, the government's part of the cryptid. That's not as weird. What's weird is people arguing over whether or not it's paranormal or cryptid. And that's a fun piece of this, is I found multiple people arguing in different places, like comment sections, where someone's like, no, it's definitely just paranormal and supernatural stuff. And then other people are like, no, it's definitely a cryptid. And then other people are like, it's neither. So there's also the paranormal aspect, which is like, there are orbs and there are EBT readings. ghostly apparitions there's that yeah so there's there's all kinds of paranormal stuff supposedly going on so you do have cryptozoologists that go to this place to investigate it but you also have paranormal enthusiasts that go to investigate it so it is almost like a like mini version of um of skywalker ranch Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker. Yeah, Skywalker, Skywalker Ranch, Ranch, on the other hand, I would love to go to. George Lucas lives. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there's weirdness there as well. It's George Lucas. There's definitely some weirdness there. So it's very similar to Skinwalker Ranch. It's got kind of like that same vibe where it's just kind of like a hot spot, it seems, for weird activity. But that's where this is kind of strange. Is It's not just people looking for a monster. It's people looking for it's ghosts. It's like the entire property itself is kind of turned into the story here Mm -hmm. um so you can kind of segue into like other weird stuff that happens on to on this dairy farm um i mean like as cam or somebody or all of us already mentioned it's kind of weird that just like this swedish immigrant guy who used to work for the oss was suddenly just like yep guess i'll start a dairy farm pay a few million dollars and then (laughs) and then abandon it (laughs) yeah like there's I don't know maybe there's something else going on there it is a little strange so you could probably stretch that um I read that apparently there are snipers that hide up on the hill and shoot salt pellets at trespassers who are they (laughs) who would they be 
what are they doing there? And are they protecting like a monster or something else in the building? But also like how do you how how do you protect anything with fucking salt? Uh yeah. <laughs> Any fans of Supernatural would be happy to correct you on that. <laughs> but like by shooting salt pellets at them? Well I mean my biggest like, thing salt circles around the building. Well you never know. I mean, they've shot enough pellets yeah. at this <laughs> point. Just around the radius of, <laughs> of the dairy farm, there could be. There could be enough. That's all I'm saying. That's just weird. Like, who are these people? Yeah, that part I have no explanation for. But I do want to... You know what? I mentioned this earlier in person when we were talking about it. But let's go back to technology suppression for a second. <laughs> How long have these snipers been shooting salt pellets and we're barely getting those salt shooters for flies? Yeah. You know how much I hate flies and how fun it would be to shoot them with salt pellets? Yeah. And why are we just getting this technology? I could have been running around my house at the age of three shooting these things. Yeah, I probably would have shot my mom in the eye by accident and got my ass kicked. But still, I have the right to know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and also, I think it's All kind of funny. All technology is suppressed in the building. I'm just not happy. They got it in the basement. I, I think this is That's kind of bullshit. funny. Let's take a trip. They... <laughs> People are like, there's snipers, and like some people equate it to like the military. If the military has snipers out there, they're not shooting yeah, they're not salt. salt. I'm going to go ahead and just point everyone in the direction of Area 51, where if you cross that border, they are allowed to just drop you. Mm-hmm. They can just shoot. They're not shooting salt. They are shooting bullets. <laughs> That's... No one is shooting you with salt in like a high... Like a highly contained area. I just wonder like if a more appropriate title instead of sniper would be like a salt shooter. <laughs> Yeah, I want to fucking roll. Not sharpshooter. I said salt shooter. Oh my god. Ah, oh, man, killing it. Also, also, I kind of wonder. Like, does this come from like someone who actually got salt like on them? I know. I didn't really see a further story. I just saw like apparently there's snipers. I just wonder. Like, did someone have like a welt on their arm, which and then just like notice salt on their shirt? Because for me, that would mean like I got bit by a mosquito and I had rubbed salt off on my shirt while eating fries earlier. That's. I feel like maybe, it's a maybe it was like they got shot and the salt was like still there and they're like, oh, that's supposed to go over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Someone out there like, went who? through a horrific thing. We're making fun of it. <laughs> who assigned people to sit on a hill and shoot people with salt? Yeah, like? and like what? <laughs> like, who got stuck with that duty? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I can't even fucking kill these people. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. There's also apparently like that that one quote that we read. Apparently, the walls and floors of the dairy, like the buildings, are supposedly stuffed with millions of dollars worth of uncashed checks made out to August Rubel. Yeah. And it's like, well, then why has nobody like pulled it out and done anything with it? I yeah. love... Uh, who put this quote in I here? Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. And it's <laughs> that's exactly what the situation is. is. That, that is... Except for it was cash in the banana stand. Well, and then there's the one guy who claims that he walked in and there were just uncashed checks all over the floor, which also, by the way, he, that was in 1969, supposedly. I don't know why he didn't go cash one of those checks, because... It would have been close enough for them to... It still would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, why didn't you do that? If you were listening to this, answer that for me. But, yeah, it, it does seem weird that there's just, like... Uh, for one, if there's uncashed checks there, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, not now, it's not yeah. worth... There's no more money in the banana stand at that point. It's just paper. <laughs> but... And also, why, where did all these checks come from? Like, just cash makes sense. You just collect cash. Now, this, like, is... this means, like, a bunch of people were writing checks to this guy just nonstop to where he could stuff the walls with them. Unless he was what? just still on the payroll for the OSS. 
I guess. Could be just actual yeah. paychecks. But still, I don't even think I've received that many paychecks in my life to be able to stuff the walls with them. Yeah, it's pretty Maybe insane. Maybe one wall. Well, <laughs> and the weird thing with this whole thing is that... So the farm is owned currently. It's privately owned. Yeah, by the Held family. Yeah. But they don't do much with it. Like I said, it's nine people. They work for fruit and nuts. And that's... They, they make what I found on one site is an average earning of about 400000 a year. Which, which is nothing for nuts and fruit. No, it's yeah. not. And that's also the confusing part is nine people are working for $400,000 a year owning a farm that's dilapidated. It's falling apart. It's mostly there for paranormal people. <laughs> but so either they're making money off of the people who come to research, which is a strong possibility, or they're not making money off of that at all. And they're, and they're keeping it for some reason. And they, either one, like, the one where they're making money, that would make sense, but I didn't see anything about that, and the family doesn't really talk about it. So, it's strange. They also, from what I've seen, like, I, I watched quite a few videos of people, of the paranormal investigators, like, going. And from what I've seen, like, none of the held family has been in the videos. Like, they don't want to be there to comment. They don't want to give a tour or anything. They're just yeah. kind of like, yeah, you can come look. And from what it sounds like, too, they also don't really go in the buildings, ever. They don't have a reason. They don't use them. They, they just use the trees. They're just no. the protectors of the Billy Whack monster. It is weird, though, that they do own this. They don't make much money off of it, and they, they don't use the giant amount of land that they have, which you would think you'd want to tear down those buildings if you're not going to use them. But they don't. Which, there are supposedly underground passages, which is also hard to confirm, like, if there are actual underground passages or not. Well, from what I've heard, there are. There, there have been people who have gone there to look around, and they're like, nope, I refuse to go in the underground. And I was like, well, yeah. Well, then you're not going to find shit. I would, too, if the building looked like it was about to collapse around me. I don't know. I might still go in. Like, I'm not going to worth it. You're under the billywhack monster. Let me, with his let little me, raccoon hands. Let me set up a life insurance account first for a couple million. <laughs> the way the way you get the billywhack monster distracted is you bring a tennis ball and you just throw it. He can't pick it up. He's got those tiny little uh, hands. He's, he's like trying to pick oh, that I up. See. You run away. Damn, that's smart. So maybe they bring a few cans of tennis balls. Maybe that's why people don't see him anymore. He couldn't get the door back open. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to two-hand it, but the door had been just polished recently. He'd been keeping those checks in the door to keep it from closing all the way. One just fell out. What dumbass put them in the wall? This guy from 1969, he sees a check in the dirt. It's probably next to a door. He just didn't even realize. Oh, my God. Or someone saw it, and they were like, what's this? And then Forever trapped. So someone might go in there and find a skeleton of the Billywhack monster. Also, though, that would be almost more horrifying than seeing the creature itself. I think so. Especially if it's the size of Bigfoot. Especially if it's that big and it does have tiny hands and it's got these little bone hands attached. You guys have created a much weirder monster. (laughs) (laughs) We've started our own No one said what the hands look like. But, like, speaking of what it could be... Yeah. There are more theories as to what it could be, aside from just, like, a super soldier created by a Swedish American I don't guy. know. I think I like raccoon monster a little bit better. <laughs> so we can add that to one of them. Okay, okay, okay. That's your I'm first good. theory. I'm good. Um, there are some people who just think it's Bigfoot. Or yeah. it's a disfigured Bigfoot in some way. Maybe it was, like, the runt of the litter, and he got kicked out of the Squatch family. Maybe. Or, like, um, the quote that you read said something about it being Bigfoot as well. Or, like, they experimented on big feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they, that's what they thought. They were pulling, like, from the Bigfoot family 
to create their super soldier. Well, if it really did have tiny little raccoon hands, that's pretty fucked up, Bigfoot. But. Yeah. How would he even get his beef jerky at that point? <laughs> There's also a theory that um, he was, uh, the Rubel guy was experimenting on things, and he was experimenting on cows to make a better cow that produces more milk, and somehow that's what he got. Uh, R.I.P. to the big bull, if that was yeah, an dude. experiment gone wrong. I mean, maybe it's the bull, and that's why it still has the horns, but damn, that's some genetic fuckery right there. Yeah. Um, and also, it could be a demon, or a ghost, or like some kind of spirit. Uh, there seems to be an awful lot of people that just think it's a ghost, which is why there's so many ghost hunters that go there. A ghost with a corporeal form? Maybe we're like completely wrong, and it wasn't the government that was doing experiments, but it was Satanists. Satan. Wow. And they summon this weird demon thing with ram's horns. Actually, if you really think about it, some interpretations of the devil show him basically as a goat man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Why didn't I think of that before? My name's Angel. (laughs) (laughs) You're our only hope. (laughs) So you're saying we should take you to go? No, God, no. You'll keep us all safe. Uh, If anything, I'll attract the monster. Well, then we should bring you. You want to die? No. I'm oh, you're right. Tennis balls. Tennis balls. Tennis balls. We're fine. We have a plan. Yeah, we're fine. And if it's a Satan thing, then tennis balls with crosses on them. <laughs> By the time he picks we'll, it up, it burns it. We'll dunk the tennis ball in holy water. <laughs> Throwing wet cross tennis balls. We'll, we'll just bring ball bearings instead, but we'll get them made out of uh, silver. Oh, there you go. So yeah. that way, you know. Perfect. Three idiots found dead in the basement. Armed with nothing but wet tennis balls and ball bearings. <laughs> oh um, man there it's also like the story of this thing has also been transferred to something called the chivo man yes which is basically like a boogeyman type thing that's become popular in the local hispanic culture yeah it's basically one of those where it's like you know go to sleep the chivo man's gonna get you yeah it's the boogeyman yeah. it goes la llorona la chivo man that's those are the two. <laughs> there is one woman who claimed, uh, she's younger, she claimed that when she was a teenager, she and some friends were driving through the area, they drove one way, they drove back, they drove one way, they drove back, this is what she says, and eventually when they were driving back, like, they weren't seeing anything, and then all of a sudden they saw the Chiba Man, and allegedly. they, allegedly, <laughs> she said they saw it, and they, it was in the middle of the road, so they swerved to get around it, they crashed the car, and apparently the accident was so bad that she says she almost lost all of her teeth. I wonder so. if they were driving that 2014 Honda Fit. <laughs> they might have been. It's cursed. Those cars. They actually drove it right into another dimension. That's insane. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it's probably just a bunch of teenagers that were drunk trying to make up a story to make it look like they weren't drunk. But, yeah. they. So, it is still kind of cited occasionally, but nothing that seems, like, very realistic. Yeah. It's just, like, weird shadow sightings and things like that. I do want to submit one idea. I'm surprised it's just one. Dragon head with raccoon hands? No, this is actually a little down to earth. Depending on what you think is down to earth. In the 20s, this was built, right? And this is kind of before the US had really set up a good system for like secret bases and things like that. They were kind of starting to get their way in that. So what they might've done is tried to build a base in a bustling city so that they're nearby. I don't know why you're smiling. I just I'm thought keep, of something I'm keep stupid. Going. Uh, so, <laughs> In the 20s, they build this, right? And then there's this whole story about how this guy had to leave in 1943, okay? Well, before 1943, the guy who owned this, before he would have left, 
there was, and shortly after there was an escape, right? Supposedly like in 1939 escape in 1942, February, 1942, there is a very, very famous incident in February that we've actually talked about amongst the three of us, which is the battle of LA. Ooh, aliens. So (laughs) this is just outside of LA. It's just North of LA. So maybe there's a possibility that this was set up as a secret base to research aliens. And then in 1939, one escaped, which lets one out, lets people know there's something going on there, but maybe it was aliens come back to get the thing that was being experimented on. They came back in 1942, caused complete pandemonium as people tried to shoot at it. Cause still who knows what they were shooting at? Definitely not an uh, the Battle of LA. Definitely not an air balloon. No, it wasn't. <laughs> definitely wasn't. They were shooting at themselves mostly. But <laughs> who knows what they were trying to shoot at? And then after that whole debacle, Rubel gets kicked out because he's running the program and he messed up, almost causing the downfall of LA. And then he dies mysteriously, obviously just getting rid of him. And then shortly after, they kind of slowly start to shut it down as they build things like Area Fifty One. And then yeah, like, we need maybe, to be more secretive. So maybe this thing's actually just like an alien creature. Maybe this was a precursor to what we now call dumbs. It could be. Yeah, it would have been one of the first dumbs. That was yeah. that was a dumb thing that I thought of. Dairy underground military base. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You're welcome. I was trying to come up with something to be like, this was a really dumb dumb. And then I was like, it just doesn't really flow. It's so. kind of a dumb dumb, though. It is. Yeah. I'm saying it is weird that those two things do kind of happen at the same time. So, I do want to... Or maybe the 40s was just full of chaos. The 40s was definitely full of chaos. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, that's that's the majority of the sightings that we have. Unless you guys have something else that we haven't added. No, no that's pretty much it. They, there's still a lot of supernatural shit going on, apparently, around the area. And... I am kind of leaning towards what if it was just like Satanists or some shit like that. <laughs> if anybody used to people. live in this area and has these supposed newspapers that report on this, I want pictures. Please yeah. show me. Someone's got pictures, old newspapers. Clippings. All of it. If you're just like some crazy guy living out in the mountains out there by yourself. Then. With all the newspaper clippings. Then props to you for having access to be able to listen to this podcast. Indeed. One thing that I always do think is kind of funny with these is so like this, this is one of those cases where I actually kind of appreciate it more than the Bigfoot one because this thing shows up. It seems like I still am kind of under the impression that if these, if there is something weird going on, that it shows up in 1939 as a younger version and then we get an older version later. Once this thing shut down and it's probably left to die, maybe like it's just abandoned and left to die. Um, But I kind of like the idea that like this kid gets hit, right? And then this dad just goes on like this Liam Neeson style taking mission of like killing this monster. And then it doesn't show up again ever again because there's some dad out there with a secret that he just murdered this thing in the underground tunnels of this old dairy farm. Um, On top of that, there is, I want to say real quick, there is a guy who claims that the family that owns it right now did have to remove military equipment from the area as well. Yeah. So he does claim that that happened. However, the family does not speak to that. Again. You would think that they would have taken it with them when they left. The government. Yeah. Well, do you think it's real? Do I think it's real? Um, what do you think is real? If you think what I think is real? <laughs> let me tell you. Within the realm of the podcast episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let me think about it for a second. Um, no, I think if I had to take like a, a very specific stance on this, I would say, don't trust the government. 
even back then they were performing all these random experiments trying to create super soldiers to achieve a man or a woman i feel bad only calling it a man i wonder if anybody's tried to take a look at his genitalia um the chiva creature the chiva creature i think could have very well could have been one of those experiments gone wrong and i think if i had to choose one to like stand by without just saying oh it's not real i don't have enough evidence which is honestly how i really feel that's what i would say i i could see it being an experiment gone wrong although that does lend to curiosity like why haven't there been more attempts that we've heard about recently i don't i don't see that as being something that they would give up if they had a result like this well they're suppressing the technology better <laughs> that's true i wonder if they have the technology to suppress technology <laughs> and we don't even get our hands on the, this is bullshit <laughs> what do you think i could submit a million different theories i have another one that i just thought of of the black market animal trade no, this is kind of real. Like, think about it. So it was bought by a family. This is the supposedly true story. It was bought by a family, and then they, they asked for natural gas pipelines immediately after, right? So they obviously were putting something else in there, but there's never any information on what, which is kind of weird. Um, maybe they were just importing animals, and that's what someone saw, is they saw a monkey walking around, and it looked like a little boy. If you've ever seen, like, a small monkey, they're gangly as hell. And, like, maybe the man walking around is just like some type of primate that was still there after the family abandoned it exotic animal trade yeah hmm. could be it also could be that this is a demon spawn that was summoned in a ritual and that's why they keep shooting salt at the building to try and keep it in there <laughs> okay <laughs> and maybe someone stepped in the way and got hit with the salt as they're trying to shoot it from a distance uh it is faster to probably just get a bag of it and just pour it around the entire we're shooting thing. you to protect you <laughs> Yeah, okay. You've been salted. I think that's fun. Um, in terms of what it actually is, though, I don't know. I think the farm has a weird history. I do think it has a very, very strange history. And I do think someone killed that family's bull. Yeah. Most likely. I think someone <laughs> probably killed it because they're irritated probably about something. But People maybe are petty as fuck. Yeah. Maybe they're encroaching on the land. Or maybe he took the land from someone that was, like, mm. maybe they lost it in a foreclosure or something like that. Or especially if it was, like backed by the government they easily just could have swiped it and like that was happening so often oh yeah still happens but yeah so i don't know i don't really know what it is i like to think that there is something weird going on and that if someone's willing to go into the underground tunnels if they find them and they are real then they're, they'll find something like whether it's exotic animals or whether it's they were experimenting on cows and this was like one of the first eras of like cdc research it could be anything like that for me like we've talked about plum island before too maybe it's just the original plum island where they were doing disease testing, but they just didn't want anyone to know. Dairy underground military base. Disease underground military base. Dairy disease. It's a dumb. Da dumb. <laughs> That's just the Netflix thing. Or where you say. Da dumb. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of what you said. Is like, I don't know if there's enough evidence to really show that there's a monster here. However, like like Cam said, it is kind of weird, like with the building's history. And there's, like, military involvement and, like, weird sales and, like, who spends that much money on a dairy farm just to, like, not use it anymore shortly after. And also, like, why, if you really did work for the OSS or, like, whatever it was before that, why farm cows? (laughs) It's not like he had a family with him. It's just this one asshole farming cows randomly that's apparently, like, a government employee. Well, you do have a family and a wife. Oh. Still. Just a wife. <laughs> we think he had a wife. Sounds like her to tell. What so if the know. wife killed the bull? 
What if the wife was used to the good, posh government life? And then when she got stuck on a fucking rancid dairy farm. I'm sure you guys could smell them driving over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I it's used not to live fun to right be around. next to one when yeah. I was a kid. So. They're not fun. It's not fun. My old ag teacher used to put uh, mud pies into my pocket. It wasn't mud. Gross. It was when we were working on a dairy. Who does that to someone? My teacher, apparently. That's awful. Yeah. That is an awful person. Yeah. So maybe she was just like sick of it and she was like, foreclosed already. <laughs> and killed the bull. She said, fuck the money. We have checks in the walls. Yeah. We've literally stuffed the walls with our money. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard, hard to say anything really about the actual monster, but I mean, I don't know. I guess the building's a little weird. Yeah. Maybe it was just haunted the whole time. But yeah, I think that's pretty much the story here. Yeah. Billy Let- Whack Monster slash Chivo Man, as it's known now. Let us know what you think about the Billywhack Ranch and whether or not you think it's haunted and whether or not you have seen the Billywhack Monsters. There are plenty of people that claim that they have. I want newspaper clippings. If you've got any newspaper clippings, let us know. Do you think that this was a monster, an ape, a man, a confused homeless person that's living there and everyone thinks that he's a monster? Let us know. (laughs) Tweet your best goat man related jokes at us. I'm curious. Yeah. I was going to make a joke myself, but I'm not going to. I'm going to rise above it. Um, Please don't. No, I'm not going to. Please not, sink I'm, low. I'm, it's, if any day you should, it's today. I was going to say you can send us all of your bad jokes. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn off the podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be we are, we are on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can check us out there. We also have a newsletter, and we've got coffee, Kofi, Kofi, whatever you want to call it. It is K-O-F-I and you can leave a tip there if you want. Keeps ads off the show. Helps us pay for it. And we're trying to keep ads off as much as we can. So, thank so you. So we do have a Goodreads? Yes. Um, I highly, highly, highly doubt anything is going on the Goodreads for this topic. However, you can check there all the old nothing, ones. There <laughs> was nothing good that we read today. No. And, yep, you can check all those links in the show notes. Yep. Underneath this. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> I'm Cameron. <laughs> I'm Allie. And I'm Angel. And this we was... Say that at the beginning. This was the first time... <laughs> we did <laughs> We recorded in person. Together. <laughs> as the three of us. Yeah, so, by the way, I'm Angel. Happy to be here on the podcast today. That is Angel. I mentioned you were on it earlier, though, because I said this is our first time. Yeah, recording. but they don't know who we are. They, If you don't know who we are... all right listen if this is your first time i'm sorry i don't think we introduced ourselves um but yeah i'm cameron well he already said that (laughs) and i'm angel (laughs) i'm still Allie. okay and that's Allie. uh so sorry that we usually do that at the beginning of the show we usually say i'm cameron i'm Allie. i'm angel yeah uh anyway thank you so much for listening if you've listened before then you already knew all of that i'm sorry uh remember to always stay stitches and to Clean your goat's ramps. Clean your goat's ramps. Yeah. Remember to always stay stitches and uh, go ahead. a dairy underground military base. Go ahead and investigate underground tunnels when you find them too. It's worth it. It's yeah, worth 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. Also, if anything happens, I do not recommend that you do that. I want to say that for my own. Especially if you're claustrophobic. <laughs> There's a good chance you're going to find Santa Claus in there. Yeah. And if you do <laughs> ever go <laughs> and you find... <laughs> A giant hairy skeleton with little raccoon hands. Please take, take pictures. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, take, put like a subway Send foot us long. The hands. Put like a subway foot long in front of it, just to let us know like how small the hands actually are. Oh man! Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Good morning. Goodbye. Ah!